0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: What does it mean to be black in America? An NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as black experiences, you'll hear it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcast.
0: There's also the very short-lived Brother Husbands, which follows the story of Polyandry, which is one woman, multiple husbands. I have definitely pitched mock shows called Brother Husbands before with (laughs) me with my harem of men, but um, nobody wants it. (laughs)
2: I do. I do, Jackie.
1: Claire does. (laughs) Come one, come all, come everyone. Guys, welcome to another wonderful Fanatics podcast episode. I am one of your many co-hosts. My name is David Magadoff, and with me, of course, is Claire Kramer. Hi, Claire.
2: Hi, David. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. You know, it's just that kind of day where, I, where I'm feeling like, you know, if we had more co-hosts and more people here, that would be great, but, but we don't. It's just you and me, but, you know, it's that kind of vibe because... We're talking about polygamy reality shows today, aren't we?
2: We sure are. (laughs) (laughs) And polyamorous reality shows as well. And there is a difference, guys, because polygamous, polygamy, if you don't know, and this will be helpful when you're listening to the episode.
1: And and as you're listening to me, struggle with it at the beginning, not realizing (laughs) what on earth we're talking about.
2: (laughs) Polygamy means there's one either husband or wife or, you know, whatever the genders of the couples are, there's one of one role, if you will, and many of another. So you could think of the center of a wheel and the spokes coming out are different relationships. But polyamorous means there are many relationships happening of both uh, roles, I guess you could say. Partners that are together and then partners that are partners with other people and also other partners. So there is a difference. And I think that's helpful. But anyway, let's talk about Jackie. She's our guest who's bringing this wonderful topic to us. Jackie Zabrowski. I love her. You introduced me to her for the first time. You met her working on a Christmas show.
1: Yeah, That's true. I'm still thinking about the spoke and the visual metaphor that you gave. and That that was a good
2: metaphor, right? That was a
1: really good metaphor, Claire. I
2: think it's memeable. Let's make a meme of that when we air this episode and share that around. We'll pitch it to Jackie. It'll be our our own little chart of, you know, understanding. Anyway, Jackie is amazing.
1: I did meet Jackie on a Nickelodeon show called Top Elf, which had two hit seasons. We were uh, elves together. It's a really wonderful thing. I hope the whole time you listen to this podcast episode, just picture Jackie with uh, a complete elf outfit on me as well. And Claire, why not? You two, right? Uh, we had a really good time and it was we became very fast friends and grand people out there. She is a six wing seven. She is the buddy. She is clearly someone you want to be friends with and you will want to be friends with her via the podcast that she does. By the way, she does page seven, the LPN show. You can find her there. Um she does a podcast with her hilarious brother Henry Zabrowski, but she is pretty fucking funny on her own. Um, you will enjoy her heavily today. She's just someone who when yeah. You know, there's just some people who can talk. I think you and I are pretty good co-hosts, Claire, and we do the podcast thing very nicely. And I hopefully you all have enjoyed your time here in the fanatics world with all of our wonderful episodes and people. But there is something about how Jackie just can speak about things like polygamy. With such a joie de vivre, but also a sense of groundedness and heart and love. And there's literally heart behind everything that she does. And that's sort of why I keep coming back to her. And I think you guys will, too. So here we go. Press play. Jackie, are Tal and Jen still together?
0: Oh, man, don't even get me started on Tal and Jen. I guess so. I think. I don't know. It depends. It depends on what you believe.
1: I literally know nothing about our subject today, polyamorous TV shows. And I Googled, I because I always like opening with like a fun non sequitur. And all I saw was, are Tal and Jen still together? Like ah, that is literally gotcha. the like highlighted Google. If you Google polyamorous, that's a big deal. A Tal and Jen on a major show.
0: I don't mean to immediately come out swinging here, David, and immediately correct you because um, polyamory is actually a show on Showtime that is about poly relationships. However,
2: we're talking about reality. Oh, that is so (laughs) it's still
0: reality. So polyamorous relationships are different. From polygamous relationships and polyamorous relationships are people that have multiple relationships, and they have a, that is a very general thing to say, versus polygamy, which is one man with mo- really, they don't like the phrase polygamous relationships, they prefer. Plural marriages.
1: So hold on. We're talking about polygamous shows.
0: We are talking about polygamous shows. We're talking about uh, most of the times fundamentalist Mormon polygamist reality shows. And sometimes not all about fundamentalist Mormons.
1: Jackie, can you just host this podcast? <laughs> and you can just tell us all your thoughts uh no Claire go ask ask the question we all need to know especially me
2: well I wanted to like specifically define whether it's dark chocolate light chocolate white chocolate we need to know exactly what encapsulates your fanaticism so give us one definition of of the type of television show that you love
0: it is reality television right it is reality television but it is more of a humanist, like a sociology experiment of what happens in a relationship when your communication is at times quadrupled, when you have to, it's constantly speaking within your homes, within the different kind of parenting styles of the different children that you have, why they have the children that they have. Um, It is an obsession because I can't imagine, as someone that was poly for a time period of my life, I can't imagine doing it with children. And I'm not even judging them, and I'm not negatively judging them, I'm fascinated by people that can successfully have multiple partnerships with one, one person having multiple partnerships, keeping all of them happy, because polyamory, I understand. You have two people, you have three people, you have four people, you have different couples, you have different relationships. But in polygamy, one man, many women, many many children, how do you deal with it? And like the show Sister Wives, which I have watched for 16 seasons, when people say, show me an episode that I should definitely watch to get me into Sister Wives, I say, you have to watch hundreds of hours of living within this family to understand why I like it.
1: If you could just be with them for like a week and live with them and just sign up and no one paid you, it was just a free thing. Would you do it? In a heartbeat.
2: What do you mean? Like be another component of the relationship?
1: Oh, I'm pitching just <laughs> Wait, sort of no. like, I'm just sort of like there's a guest house like and you're just sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Or more, I don't. Know. So, when you were in relationships, was it you were one of a number of ladies for this one gentleman, or there are multiple men for you?
0: No, I was in. I've been multiple open partnerships where it is a it is a constant conversation of like, oh, I'm going to. You have one primary person, and you you don't always have to. It's everyone's own bag of jelly beans, whatever flavors you want in there, and like polygamy, it is what you make of it. For some, it's a calling from God. For some, it is a way to spread their seed. And for me, it was mucho fucking. So that was more like what I was looking for. And then realized all the communication was a lot. And it's... (laughs) Mucho communication. Mucho (laughs) communication. It's not about... It's really not, at the end of the day, about fucking. It's about connection.
2: Because you can have the the sex without the relationships, which is a whole nother show. So I hear what you're saying about when you introduce that next generation of children, it completely changes your style of communicating and that that is something that is really shown a lot on television. How does that affect you thinking about your own relationships when you're watching the intertwinings of the families on TV?
0: Well, these are the shows that I watch by myself. So in my, in my relationship, my fiancé does not care for my polygamy show. So it is my alone time show. So at times he'll come in after I've been watching it for hours and I'll be like, okay, let me set the scene for you. Can you imagine you come in, I'm upset about something. I'm, I've got to deal with the kids. And then you leave to go spend the night with the other wife and then have to go deal with them and their problems. Like, how do you, and he's like, I can't imagine keeping that many people happy at all times. And I was like, can you imagine multiples of me? Me everywhere and always upset. Like, I imagine, even if you think about your friendships, isn't there somebody that's always kind of upset? And
1: always upset.
0: And I'm not even saying it's because (laughs) it's one man and multiple women. I mean, people. There's always somebody upset. So when I watch these shows, and I do feel that, It is the feeling that a lot of people get from watching reality television of like, man, glad that's not my life. But not in a, like I do the same thing with 90 Day Fiance, but not in the same way of where I'm putting them down for their life choices. It's more just, I can't imagine having to deal with that.
2: Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. It's nice for me when I'm watching reality television, whether it's, you know, a sister-wife show or a baking show, it doesn't matter. It's seeing someone else's frickin' problems that aren't my own problems that is the best part of it, because it, it gives you that escapism from your own life. That's really what
0: it is for me. So do you find that also true? completely. And then there's also part of it that you look at it and there's parts of this lifestyle that I am very intrigued by. They run their families like a business. There really are different wives for, because the ideology behind it is that, is there one person for any one person? And wouldn't you want to have multiple people that bring out the best in you in different scenarios. So like even specifically with sister wives, there is the like the first wife who only was able to have one child. Then the second wife came in. She's the financial one that is the business minded one that had a bunch of kids. The third one is like the hotter one that had a lot of kids and she was more of the stay at home mom. And then there was the fourth one that came in long after they had all been married. And that's what the show really begins with that courtship. So watching and watching how the family changed, it does make me wish I had multiple people to be like, hey, do you got the kids? Like someone that I treat like another mother that has everything taken
1: care of. With all the trust and without any of the deep-seated anxiety of, (laughs) I'm sure that comes with it.
2: Well, for some, it may be anxiety, and for some, it may not be. I mean, that's the interesting thing about, you know, you can project your own opinions on it, but when you're actually watching, to me, that's the most interesting component. As an artist, you learn the one thing in life you can never control is your emotions. You know what I mean? And so watching how some women or men have complete control over a situation where projecting like you said David you would be anxious or you would you know would. be nervous or <laughs> feel insecure or whatever the way humans can control emotions allows them to live in different scenarios than other other people i don't know if that makes sense what i'm saying
1: it does
0: it completely makes sense
1: yeah no claire it takes a village and i think it takes compartmentalization probably in those experiences i think you nailed it how many Shows are there, Jackie. Like, let's go down the list. Like, how many have you seen? How often do you watch? Do you re-watch them? Do you rewatch them immediately? Do you come back to something 10 years later? Like, like what's th- what's the list of shows, first off? Like when you're saying polygamy shows, you're like, well, clearly it's these.
0: Yes. Clearly, Sister Wives. Sister Wives' been on. We're in our 16th season now. Um, we've watched all of these kids grow up. Now they're having their own families. Then there's the type of shows, which are kind of not offshoots, but similar, where it's like My Five Wives, which was only on for like one season because they were they were fundamentalist Mormons and they fell out of the church. Then there are shows like, which is a newer one that there are three seasons of called Seeking Sister Wife. Now this show deals primarily with couples that are not of the Mormon faith that choose polygamy specifically. And they each have different reasons behind them. And honestly, like what you were saying before, Claire, it makes me think of how many people, when you were talking about projecting your feelings, That you watch these shows and how many of them think that like, but wouldn't you be more anxious and more upset if you had no one else to rely on to take care of your family the way you want your family to be taken care of? And I do think that that comes through. There are times when I have looked at my partner I was like, but what if okay? All right, I don't want to share, but what if we had like a commune style living where it's like multiple homes on a, on a on a piece of land where we grow food and we help each other out and we you know do that kind of thing, I would be actually genuinely very interested in. Um so there's seeking sister wife. There's also the very short-lived brother husbands which follows the story of polyandry which is one Woman, multiple husbands. I have definitely pitched mock shows called Brother Husbands before with me <laughs> with the, my harem of men, but um, <laughs> nobody wants it.
2: I do. I do, Jackie.
1: Claire does. <laughs>
2: I'm way into it and I They're <laughs> setting up pitch
1: meetings right now.
2: It's not a new concept. You know, we're so we're so educated to believe that like monogamy is the only way. Right. You know? And it's not – having multiple partners, having different dynamics to relationships, that that goes back to, like, Cleopatra. It, you know, yeah. I mean, there's so, there's so much history there. And somehow we've funneled with Christianity and the development of the new world, the Americas, we've funneled everything down to, like, a husband and a wife or a wife and a wife or a husband and a husband and then the kids. And that's not – I don't think as humans, that's not our intrinsic, like – patterns you know
0: because then you watch shows like three wives one husband now this is one that i've watched multiple times that is about because it was it's a six-part docuseries that it is about a family it's one and obviously three wives one husband and they're in utah and they've built these homesteads into the side of mountains and caves so that they can hide. But so it's this very like indie docu-series that is a lot more about the outside of the shine of reality television, of how do these wives genuinely feel on a day to day. And it's about the jealousy and it's about the hierarchy and the how everything has to be the same, but none of it can be the same. Of how a husband treats each of his wives. And a lot of these shows, like, Sister Wives is finally getting into, like, are you upset with this lifestyle? Because Sister Wives, spoiler alert, season 16, the family's falling apart and their faith, like the foundation of their faith has been shaken by the pandemic. And because they're all living separately, He doesn't know if God actually has called him to live this life. And so you're watching in real time a family fall apart with 20-something kids and then three wives, one husband, where they all have kids under the age of, like, eight. And there's a bunch of them. And can you imagine being, like, 23 and coming into this family and trying to provide and trying to, like get pregnant so you can show your worth and it's just so much
1: pressure
0: to be perfect (laughs) and i'm obsessed with it
1: what's your favorite part of the shows is it the fighting is it when things come together and and you never expected that it could or is it a lot of infighting in the way that they're just yelling at each other and you're like oh therapy
0: but there's no yelling that's the thing is that it makes me feel in the same way when you brought up like a baking show, like the Great British Baking Show, where it's not about putting each other down. That Actually, my favorite part is the camaraderie of the sisterhood and how their relationships change over time and how like when their kids are young, they lean on them for certain things. And as they get older and how their relationships change over time, because we're always as people changing. And what we want changes. And so to lock yourself in young into this lifestyle and to say, this is what I want, not only for now, but the Mormon faith, they believe for eternity, forever. You are building, you're like that earth, your time alive on earth is just but a blip, a blip of your actual eternity. So you're building your family for forever, which is why they try to make as many children as possible. It's a part of the conversation of the fate.
2: What's the secret? Like, okay, with Sister Wives, you gave the advice. If you want to enter in, there's not one episode. You have to get to know the people. You have to get to know the relationships. Would you say if someone is interested in delving into this world of reality television, start with the first episode, first season of Sister Wives, or would you recommend
0: a different show? And what's the hidden gem of all the shows? What's a
1: gateway and what's a gem? Yeah.
0: Okay, gateway. I think that Seeking Sister Wives, the one that is not strictly about the faith because it is a lot more jazzy. It is TLC. It is, right. you know, they didn't do enough background checks on a lot of the people. So some things are uh, are now coming out. So it is a lot more of the flashy side of polygamy reality shows. But then... The Sister Wives is the forever show. That is really the one where you watch them and you grow with them. Do you rewatch episodes and series? I watch the sad ones uh, a lot more. Like, escaping polygamy is rough.
2: I've watched that. That's where the young 15 to 18,
0: 20, and they set up, like, a rescue. Right. Yes, that one is crazy. Because that's the thing, is that that goes to show where, and something that they're constantly trying to push against is the stigma that polygamous relationships are all unconsenting they are all with child brides that they're all it's like because that is the narrative i feel like if you say polygamy people are like oh god the kids where no that's not all of polygamy but that specifically was about a polygamous cult where yes it was a farm for child brides that they need to get out of I, I do I mean, I love I like to sit and cry by myself and think about um, people's experiences, so you know, I don't know if it's for everybody, Did but I'm you, glad you watched it, Claire.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it started with like that's a whole nother story, Jackie we'll we'll connect offline with that. <laughs> I don't I can't go down that road right now. You mentioned your partner does not watch with you, these, you know, Sister Wives or any of the other shows. Did you try to convert him into a fan of this type of television before you just finally were like, that's Jackie time?
0: I corded it off as my alone time. I was I never even offered it. I was like, this is mine. This is my thing. This is what, because when we first met four years ago, I was already 11 seasons deep into Sister Wives. Like, that's an OJ. Like, he can't catch up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no.
0: It's really, it's just, it's hundreds of hours.
1: The door has closed.
0: It really, it's completely closed. And also, I forgot to bring up uh, earlier the show Big Love. Obviously, not a reality show, but Big Love was also another really great talk about a uh, an indie darling of HBO. I would say that not everyone has watched, but man, Bill Paxton. Good lord, do I love him! Oh yeah. How was the
2: portrayal of reality versus the scripted? Did they get a lot of things accurate,
0: would you say, on Big Love? I do think that they did because what is very, I think, funny about how people feel about polygamist relationships is that, oh, it's the man that's in charge when it's not the man that is in charge. It's the coven of women right underneath him that is in charge. And even though he might be a figurehead of sorts, he has none of the power. He has some of the power, but he do- he is essentially, like a business, he's just but a vote in the oligarchy, when at the end of the day, you have to keep the coven happy, and I feel that they got that right in Big Love.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that what got you into all of this? What's your origin story?
0: I think it is just the beauty and the evil of TLC that... <laughs> introduced me into that's their slogan it may Beauty, as well be period given. evil period <laughs> watch period <laughs> and now with beautiful evil discovery plus Plus. you know this started with like a marriage story a baby story like i'm of the age of would i get home from school and i would watch live births and i would you know it's like and watch those right it's like Trading spaces and all of those kind of shows so then when sister wives which was you know kind of at the forefront of a lot of reality television like in the wild west of tlc days i watched every single thing that they put out
1: yeah what about friend or chat groups that you talk to about these shows or do you not is this something that again it's you watch it alone you process it alone and other than this one podcast right now you're essentially, this is just for you.
0: I live it alone. I live it completely alone. I talk to no one. I talk. I don't even, I don't go on the Reddits. I don't look at any of it. I <laughs> just, it is completely my own that I talk to only myself about. And every once in a while, I'll bring it up. We have a show called Talking TV where we talk about the TV that we watch. And even on that, I rarely bring it up because my co-host simply does not care. And I understand it's forever. Sister wives and I are in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you're the absentee wife.
2: <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, you're the one who's gone. Or you're, or you're the, the ghost haunting them. I don't know. I can't decide which subplot I like better for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to workshop that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but what has not been done in polygamous or polyamorous reality television? Where's the void?
0: Where is the void? Well, now that, you, again, we can find on YouTube, which I do search the YouTubes for the sad ones where they get into not, like, struggling with the idea of polygamy. And where is the void? I think that it is delving more into the psychology behind people cuz you know what as much as i am not i was not raised in the mormon faith i do not follow fundamentalist any kind of uh, rules and religion
1: Zabrowski's not a not a utah based
0: <laughs> surprisingly uh, surname okay. not but i do i would like to know more about why choosing specifically polygamy if it is not to build your eternity in heaven Mm-hmm. It seems very difficult of a choice. I, again, polyamory, I understand. Having multiple of people, I understand. But why that specifically to be spiritually tied to a man?
2: It seems like there's
0: like three
2: different ways that one might find themselves on a polygamous reality television show. Emotionally, they they gravitate towards some emotion or they have been brought up within this world. Or the third way is like, I guess if they've been just introduced into it through observation. Right.
1: Jackie, this has been fascinating and wonderful. And I love what you're sharing is making me realize that there is a lot of, one, a reminder that it does take a village. Two, there's a lot of hope, I weirdly feel from you from this. Like you you enjoy the hope of like, we can do this together because I think a lot of times you said people hear of polygamous type of relationships and go, oh, that sounds uh bad. And you're saying there's a lot of really beautiful things that can come out of it actually, and the way that you can communicate and There's not a lot of fighting, which is a beautiful thing. So my question for you, which I ask everybody on these podcasts, is sort of the why. Like, you watch it alone. You enjoy it alone. Like, why do you think you keep coming to them? Why do you think it strikes a chord inside of you in this beautiful, terrible thing that is TLC, you know, and that you keep coming back to these families? I mean, you work with your brother. You're clearly family is something that is not... Far from you. So have you ever really? asked yourself why? And if you haven't, let this be the moment.
0: Well, and you know what? I haven't. And as you were just asking me, because you're right, I do work with my brother. I work with a group of friends that I've worked with for 20 years. Like we are a a chosen family of sorts. But I think that it is because I am fascinated by large, specifically blood-related families or step families or like people that are like a genuine like actual family because even though I work with my brother we have a very small it's really just my immediate family and part of me growing up I always wanted a million brothers and sisters I wish I had like a hundred thousand cousins like I'd hear my friends that would complain of like oh I gotta go to this aunt's house and then I gotta do this with well, uncle then all, all my cousins are getting together and I'm like I always wanted that so i think watching the day-to-day of these families to see like would i be able because every time i've talked to a friend that has a a large very involved family they're like you don't want it believe me they're up your ass they know everything about everything all of them have a a piece of advice for you all of them have something to say you do not want it but i do
1: good to know I know thyself (laughs)
0: Jeff, get ready. We're having babies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jackie, can you regale us with a love letter to these wonderful television programs that you watch and these families? Of course
0: I can. Dear Polygamist Reality Television, I just want to say thank you so much for giving me an escape for 15 years of some of the rowdiest years of my Life, I would say definitely the raddiest years of my life where you gave me a calm center to always return to, albeit sometimes boring. But I just want to say thank you for getting into my psyche, for making me thankful for only having one partner and giving me the wisdom to know that I don't want 22 children, regardless of whether or not I had them myself. Love, Jackie.
1: Beautiful. For me with no children and Claire with four children, we say thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now
2: your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate
0: or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
1: There really is no place like home.
2: I have ever thought about the dynamics of relationships as much as when we were recording that episode. You know, I love reality television as well. I've never like honed in on Sister Wives. I've watched, obviously, episodes. But to me, it was something that should be revisited now because it's a case study in, you know, what, 18 seasons of Sister Wives? It's a case study in control emotions, relationships and it's really about the psychology that the men and women in different polygamous and polyamorous relationships have to adopt and exhibit that differs from my own psychology. So I I for one am going to be delving in and as Jackie said, searching the YouTube for <laughs> highlight reels if you will.
1: Can I sign up for your course, Claire? I feel like I'm about to audit this. Claire takes us through polygamy relationships. Between your wonderful pamphlet earlier with the spokes Mm -hmm. and now the way you're diving in, I'm like, I'm a pupil at your feet.
2: How about this? As a limerick, different spokes for different folks. There. (laughs) That's
1: now I just want to get on a bicycle. I just want to b- bike around. That's the
2: trifecta of ridiculousness. Anyway, do you, do you know what I mean, though, David? Like immediately when we were recording, you were like, oh, the feelings of, you know, embarrassment or shame. And I'm like, no, wait, now you're projecting because that is the beauty of watching a case study like this is you can you can project, but you also can observe. And if you come from the observer point of view, there's really a, a tremendous amount to be learned, I think.
1: No, I, th- I think you're right. I think when I think of these types of relationships, yeah, we probably all go into it. That was probably my reaction of like, I feel insecure, I feel ashamed, but that's me. That would be me going into it or me initially, because I'm probably judging the heck out of it, right? But I think what Jackie brought to the table and what you're bringing up so nicely is that ability to sort of just look and see and listen and watch and see how... People who do things differently, but seem healthy, seem happy, maybe even doing it a heck of a lot better than what I'm doing or how I'm doing it or how I could do it. So I think there's a really lovely thing to be said for that. It's a beautiful reminder of like we can judge right out the gate, but then immediately go back to going, hey, you know, if I just sit back, watch and take a a soft, curious take on this thing. You know, maybe there's a thing or two I can learn from the guy with six wives, to be honest. And like, oh, look at how he's communicating that way. Again, I think I go back to the thing that I can probably relate the most to is is it takes a village, Mm -hmm. right? It it takes a village. Like you didn't raise your four children, you and your husband alone. I'm sure you've had your mom and nannies and so many other people, right? Like I, I think there's a beauty to that that we're losing in this very independent world that probably gets really highlighted in these shows, huh?
2: I mean, Hillary Clinton named a book. It takes a village. It does. It's like, you know, a concept that I don't want to say it's you have to be a woman to understand it. But I think with traditional roles in society and then, you know, in the 60s and 70s when equal rights and women's lib, which I hate that term. But when, you know, people started being like, oh, yeah, I guess women should vote. and Oh, yeah, I guess maybe they should decide if they're having a baby or not. Some of those traditions and roles we left behind, but in many ways, women just were given the freedom to do more, but still had the expectations of fulfilling all those traditional roles. So the concept to me of It Takes a Village is, you know, people actually redefining what it is like to be a woman and coming in and how now we're talking about something totally different. So, you know,
1: I like it. I'm here for this. I'm into (laughs) it. I'm, I'm surprised and, and elated and, and I think it's really enjoyable that what began with like yeah let's have Jackie on with like polygamist uh, television programs to us going mm-hmm. like makes you think makes you think but then again maybe I shouldn't have been so surprised why wouldn't it have made me think to to see it but I think it's just a It's a joy how much joy she gets from it, and I think a little differently now, and I always appreciate walking out of this podcast with a a different mindset, so namaste. Thank you, Jackie.
2: And at the end of the day, as much as you want to read into it, it's still escapism yeah. It's still entertainment, you know, at the core. So whatever lessons you're taking from it, blah, blah, blah. It's still fun to sit on the couch in your, what I like to call my alone time is my other world. So my other world and do my thing. And if her thing is polygamous and polyamorous reality television, God bless. I'm going to give it a try.
1: <laughs> well, we hope you all, you guys enjoy your fanatics podcast episodes in your other world, whether that be the car jogging, walking. With your many wives, husbands, or whoever. So thanks for being just fans of us. Of course, please like and subscribe and follow in five star, if you will, if you are enjoying this wonderful podcast. We enjoy you. Thanks for enjoying us. This has been another wonderful Fanatics podcast. I am still David Magadoff, and that, of course, is Claire Kramer.
2: Hello, and
1: goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> before you go come on let me tell you all about next week's guest we have on the wonderful and my good friend rob kirkovich you know him as sebastian lund from ncis new orleans and you will love his passion his passion for x-wing miniatures game all you need to know guys is we're talking star wars so let's get into it next thursday see you then
2: Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics.
1: Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. Produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Kelsey Goldberg.
2: Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry.
1: Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham, and you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song.
2: Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode.
1: Polygamy, polygamy polyamorous is more than two. Sister wives, my five wives, brother husbands. It's, it's all big love. love.